Hello, what's up? Thanks for joining me after my impromptu, unannounced break over the holidays because those times are stressful, and I know they're stressful for us all. I feel like I regress back to being a teenager emotionally, and all I want to do is sleep and eat and complain, and it's an unhappy time of the year, but filled with the most joy because of, you know, you have to be because it's the holidays and I'm a father. So I need to show my kids how to have fun at the holidays and not be a a basket case. So I did a lot of work on myself in the past month. Thanks for joining me again in this uh, new year, 2020, in a I don't even know how the French say it. Who cares? And uh, let's start it off strong with an episode that I hope uh, will help you because I had this goddamn epiphany, and here it is. Holy shit. Did you know that boundaries are healthy? This is some knowledge I recently acquired. Apparently, if you put up a boundary, you're not trying to shut someone out or whatever, but you're actually directing your space in order to live happier. See, I always thought that if you put up a boundary, it's a negative thing. Like, uh, putting up a wall to people, events, situations, but no, that's the wrong idea, and I've had the wrong fucking idea my entire life, and I guess that's what this episode is gonna be about, boundaries, and how goddamn beautiful those shits are to just, like, sprinkle into your day, mmm. So, my revelation I had recently about how boundaries are a positive thing came up during a therapy session. I was expressing my disdain for the job I was at and working through what really squashed my sense of self while working there. And it turns out is that all I did was say yes. I was saying yes to doubles, yes to 120 hour plus work weeks, saying yes to whatever was thrown at me. So, my therapist and I decided that I needed to exercise the power of no. Now, this isn't something I was able to do uh, naturally, because, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I love making people happy. I love making people laugh. And, in fact, I'm unsure (laughs) a lot of the times how people feel around me, so I will try to make them laugh in order to, like, verify my existence. You know, I'll stop at nothing to make you laugh, to feel validated. Or liked or whatever. It's sick, I know. But at least I'm trying not to, like, fuck you. You know, I'm not like one of those guys who needs to be validated if you suck his dick. So fuck you. I'm funny. Laugh. I'm not a pervert. Wow, that went dark. Anyways, uh, my problem was saying yes. My solution was saying no. That was the solution. And what that was was, like, the next time uh, the homework I had was the next time that my boss asked something of me You know, that was, like, to anyone else, logically uh, or objectively speaking, a ridiculous request. But to me at the time, due to my unflinching stubbornness to do the right thing and not put up any boundaries, I would think this thing was a total reasonable thing to do, you know? But I just had to say no to it instead of saying yes. Anyways, let me go into detail, shall I? Because I feel like I'm trying to get a point across here and it's not coming across. So this boss, okay, he starts shitting on me for something that is objectively not my fault. Okay, this is what I was trying to speak about. Subjectively, and also known as to him, and to him only, this thing uh, that that pissed him off is something I'm completely responsible for, right? I am the the wrongdoer here, and there's no way to get around it. Anyways, this shitting on me was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. The turd that broke 
the turtle. No, you can't change that metaphor. Sorry, I don't know why I did that. And anyway, so this happens, right? And I start having a fucking full-on panic attack at work at the fucking rush hour, dude. Like, happy hour is in full effect. And if you look at my face, it's more like, uh, manic minute instead of happy hour. Sad seconds? No, I don't know. I'm trying to make that analogy thing work here, people. Anyway, so boom, full-on, like, snot coming out of my nose, tears and shit, panic attack, and I run outside to hide. And guess what? I get chased. Big fucking drama ensues and then the wave of insanity going through my head sort of passes and I say well you know what I'm not feeling very well I'm gonna go home and I think that was a reasonable request nah nah big nope apparently I'm then demanded to stay and finish the shift which by the way it's like 6 p.m. at this point and I had been there for three hours already and my shift would end at around 5 a.m. after all the cleaning is done I know, like, what the fuck was I doing with my life? I have kids, damn it. To this demand, I tried to practice my homework I decided with my therapist, and the man to stay whilst in the throes of a panic attack or anxiety attack was the perfect opportunity to exercise this new skill. So I say no. I implement the technique I am using to better my life, and I say no. Now, can you guess how that went? Pretty fucking terribly. Let's just say that that's the last time I ever talked to this person or set foot on the property of that restaurant. For sure. I'm actually in crisis mode at this point. So I email my therapist and I actually had to record this part at a different time. So if it sounds a little bit weird right there, that's why. Alright, so I email my therapist. Hi Dr. Blank, Chris here. Just letting you know I said no to my boss today and it really didn't go well. I think I'm going to be unemployed for a bit. I had a breakdown at work while he was shrieking at me and everyone witnessed me cry, he being that employer. I'm very embarrassed and ashamed of myself. I'm emailing you cuz it's a way out of cuz it's way out of normal business hours, but you said if there's anything to to email me and here I am. Anyways, I guess we'll talk about it on Tuesday. See you then, Chris. <clears throat> wow, that was hard to read. <sighs> All right. So now that I... Now that's... See, that's why I had to record that part again. I couldn't do it while I was sitting there recording something in, like, a positive way. So I had to wait a couple days to sit down and read this goddamn embarrassing email I made. This is why I had to cut. It's so stupid. Ah, whatever. Okay, so uh, back to... Uh, <laughs> the rest of the episode that I had recorded at a different time. I don't know if this is confusing for you, but uh, you're listening, so too bad for you. (laughs) So now I'm out of a job, and I'm out of fucking steam, because I'd been burning myself out for months straight, and I gotta take a break from work for a month, and this all seems to be like fucking bad news. It feels bad. It feels wrong. And that's because... My idea of boundaries and self-fucking-respect was so twisted, even after all these years of recovery, that I wasn't used to allowing myself to rest, for giving myself that distance between, you know, the professional life and my, 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 my mental health. But as soon as I put that boundary up, it was almost this snowball effect of like, 
whoa, this is the right thing to do for myself. And then I start, you know, putting up boundaries everywhere. Now, what I mean is, you know, I ask for two days off in a row at work now. Whereas before, it didn't matter. I'd work seven days, whatever. And now I will say no to my employer if I get that feeling that, you know, I have to say yes or, you know, something bad will happen. I cancel plans with friends if I'm fucking hanging on by a thread or something needs to be taken care of instead. I'm not just secluding myself because I fear events could trigger me. No. I was agoraphobic for like the longest time and let me tell you, it fucking sucks. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about boundaries, man, and they are so necessary. Now, we can speak about boundaries at work until my pubes go gray. Wow, what? But, you know, what is most helpful is boundaries within the personal life. Boundaries are self-care. Self-discipline is self-care. But this shit I see sometimes on the internet of people pigging out on bullshit food or breaking their bank going like shopping therapy, it is not self-care. It's self-sabotage. And I don't want any of you listeners to get the wrong idea. So how can I break this down into like some formula that might communicate this better? You know, okay, uh, let's take a goal goal. Let's say for the sake of argument, it's to get some muscle tone in you. You want to be muscular. That's literally a goal of mine. I want to be muscular. So now you got to plan out some action steps to achieve that goal, right? You know, you've heard people use action steps before because goals don't come to you. You go to them. That's why it's called a goal. You go to them. Now, I don't know it's not, but don't tell anybody if I'm wrong, please. <laughs> you take your action steps, you know, work out every day, do 10 setups a day, lift weights for a bit. And, you know, yeah, those are action steps. They sound like action steps. But let's look between the lines on these action steps, shall we? Because that's where we can sprinkle in some magic boundary dust on this bitch and make these goals happen. Mm. So... Workout every day is your action step to becoming more toned. Great. How the fuck are you going to work out every day? That sounds goddamn impossible, right? Well, hey now, don't forget our new little secret weapon, uh, boundaries. Now here's a starter boundary. Workouts uh, are from 7 p.m. to 7.15 p.m. Reasonable. 15 minutes every day? I think that starts to sound possible. I can do 15 minutes a day, right? Yeah, well, now let's put some more boundaries on that. What? What are you talking about? Boundaries on your boundaries? Yes. Okay, let's say you have a friend who wants to meet up for dinner at 6, and you know that you guys are going to be like, blah, 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 all night. So you say, meh, I'll just do my workout when I get home. But then when you get home, you realize that you're tired as fuck, and you didn't really want to stay out that late, and now you did, and now you can't move really, so you don't really want to work out. So you go to bed, and you go to sleep. We forgot to slide in our second boundary. All right, so here's the solution. Keep the boundary up by letting your friend know. Hey, I'd love to meet up at 6, but I got something to do at 7. Want to meet up at 8? And if they come back at you with like the, oh, I can't, it's too late, don't give in. They're literally showing you their boundary and how they can't break their boundary to themselves. And if you guys are really fucking friends, you'll respect each other's boundaries and reschedule another time. All this to do some fucking sit-ups, man. Jesus, it sounds complicated, but hey, some people can just do that shit naturally and not have to think about all these things, but not us. No, we're the broken ones.
which sounds like an emo band. We the Broken. We the Broken! I'm down with that, dude. But yeah. We gotta do some extra steps if we wanna put up a boundary. So it goes like this, okay? Goal. Action steps to get to the goal. And then boundaries to make sure that action steps get fucking stepped on and happen. Woo! I think that template can work. It'll, it'll work. It, was, it, it should work. This has been a much shorter episode than I'm used to. Anyway, so please send over an mp3 to chris at chriscavener.com so we can hash this out together. Boundaries, yay or nay? Do, do I have a, a distorted sense of them? Let me know. And then for you guys today, or any day, no, let's say today, after you listen to this podcast, what are you thinking about that you could add a boundary to? Just go out there and put that boundary up. Because you know what? It's healthy. Enjoy it. Don't do shit that makes you sad. Do the shit that makes you feel alive. Yeah. This has been Cheaper Than Therapy, and thank you so much for listening. Shortest episode ever. Cue the music. Okay, the episode's over now. You can stop listening.